morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer this morning on this Christmas Eve, December 24th, Friday morning. So glad to have you along. My name is Tom Short. We get together every day here, talk about the word of God and we pray over it. And this is, and we've been looking at Christmas carols. And on this last day before Christmas, we're saving one of our very favorites. So come all ye faithful. O come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. We look at a little bit of the history that's interesting with this song. This is one, this is a song that's been translated into 150 or more languages. You know, there's a lot of great books that haven't been, I don't know if the Quran has been translated into that many languages. Very few books have been translated, and this song has. It's a little, almost 300 years old, and yet it wasn't until after World War II we even knew who wrote it. And so I'll give you just a little bit of a history, and there is a lesson that we can take from this that we learn just like we have from so many of the other carols. It was in the 1700s, early 1700s, a priest, a Catholic priest by the name of John Wade, John Francis Wade, fled from England. Why? Well, there was really a holy war going on. We saw yesterday about how World War I had about an eight-hour truce as they sang Christmas carols that led to this truce and, and some fraternization together as they thought about Jesus Christ and Christmas Eve. But here we had a holy war going on in England. If you were Catholic, you were li- likely to get thrown into prison, maybe even executed. And, um, and so many Catholics, many Catholic priests fled, and he fled to France. And there he worked hard to maintain his religion, but it was in a safe area where he could do so. And it was there that he wrote the song, O Come, All Ye Faithful. And I got to thinking a little bit about this. What an interesting person to have written it, to call people who have significant and legitimate theological differences and differences of understanding, maybe even a different worldview, to come together in worship of Jesus Christ. O come, all ye faithful. It reminded me of our day and age because we have significant, important differences that are affecting our country, affecting our church, affecting our families. And yet there is a call, and sometimes we need to remember this, O come, all ye faithful, to rise above those differences and see this point of unity. Why do we do that? Well, you know, when you have differences with somebody, you can respond different ways. Back in England, in the mid-18th century there, they'd throw them in prison, or they might have them executed if they had these theological differences. That's one way you can do it. You You can just silence your enemy. Today, we call it the cancel culture. We just say, you're, you're, you might lose your job, you might be fired, you might be kicked off Twitter, you might, be, um, you might be put out of fellowship, you might be unliked, you might be ostracized, that's the word I was looking for, ostracized by friends or church members or family members or work people, whoever, ostracized, put out of regular communication because your thoughts are forbidden. And sometimes, as we know, people even go way back in time to find that. Cancel culture. Or in England, they threw them in jail. That's one way you can respond to those you disagree with. I think there's a better way. That you talk to one another. And if you're pursuing truth, truth can prevail. 
But the question becomes, how can you debate and discuss and interact with somebody when you, you are approaching things so very differently? And might I suggest the ground, the, 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 the place to begin such discussions is exactly what this song says. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Sing choirs of angels. Sing in exultation. Sing, all ye citizens of heaven above. Glory to God. Glory in the highest. O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Yea, Lord, we greet thee. Born this happy morning, Jesus to thee be all glory given. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Maybe I'm naive, but I believe that differences and divisions in, in our country, in our churches, in our families, in our neighborhoods, wherever it is, the first step to resolving and coming together in unity is at the foot of the cross. It's, at, it's as we adore Jesus Christ. It's as we establish, establish him as our Lord, as our authority, as the one that we want to please. And, that, and when people start there, they can much more easily come to agreement. If they don't start there, it's hard to. Folks, sometimes maybe, maybe we need to start there. Sometimes maybe the person that we're disagreeing with needs to start there. But if you, get, if you agree together that we want to please the Lord, we want to please Jesus Christ, that's where we start. That's our beginning point. Then a lot of the things that divide can be overcome. And so today, as, we, as, as, or as I think about the video we showed yesterday or the story we told yesterday, and I hope you checked out that video. If you didn't see it, watch yesterday's message. And in the, in the description underneath, there's, I, I uh, refer to a couple other videos that show this tremendous story of how World War I had a truce between some soldiers for several hours as they sang, as, as initiated by singing Christmas carols. So if you haven't seen that, check that out. But might I encourage that amongst us, the people of God in our country, and even those that we might disagree strongly with. Where does, it start? Where does that unity start? It starts by agreeing that we all are to be worshipers of Jesus Christ. That's where it begins. Oh, come, let us adore him. On this Christmas Eve, I pray that he will be exalted above all in our hearts, in our minds, in our conversations. I pray that if there's people that are in your home, people that you're or you're in their home, you're gathered together at Christmas and there's disagreements, maybe some of those can be set aside for 24 hours as we say, let's focus on Jesus Christ. Let's rise above and let's remember him. And of course, there might even be unbelievers who they, they don't want to agree to that, but you can. You can do that. That can be your heart. That can be your attitude because, again, we're not letting others set the pace. We're not going to be overcome by evil. We overcome evil with good. So we don't let others set the pace or set the agenda or set the atmosphere, but rather we stand firm in the Lord. We say, this is how, I don't, no matter how you act, this is how I'm going to act. 
I'm going to, during this time, rise above. I'm going to focus on Jesus Christ. Oh, come, let us adore him. Amen. Amen. And we'll have a beautiful Christmas day. Father in heaven, we thank you and we bless you today for this, the, the wonder of the amazing story, the true account of Christmas. It's so amazing, Lord. The story has lived on for thousands of years now. And it's been sung about, written about, illustrated. And the story of Jesus, the true story, the account of the birth of the Son of God has a way of melting hearts, has a way of transforming lives. And how we pray that in our life and in those we're around and those we influence in the next, in the next day or two, Lord, that we would, we would have Christ exalted, Christ lifted up in such a way that it touches the hearts of of us and all we're around. We pray that we would answer the call of that this Christmas carol, O come, all ye faithful, joyful, triumphant. O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Come and adore him, born the King of angels. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. This is our deep desire today, tomorrow, every day of the year. This is our deep desire to be worshipers, adoring you, blessing you, praising you, bringing you glory, and we pray you would. We offer ourselves freshly to you, Lord. We, so we'll be giving and receiving gifts in the next day or two. We remind ourselves that our gift to you is freshly giving you our life. We offer ourselves as a living and holy sacrifice to you this morning. We are your people. You've purchased us with your blood. You've made us your own people, your own children, and for this we're grateful. We bless you today, and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas Eve. Hope you're able, if you attend church, I see those, you know, I'm, some prayer requests for people with COVID. I know I mentioned my small group, there's about 15 people in it, and currently eight of them have COVID that I'm aware of. Some of the others have had it in the past. So I'm hoping, by the way, I'm hoping I don't get it because we have our Faith Walkers Conference in just a few days, and it's pretty, I'm the MC and run the conference. It's pretty important I be there. So keep me in your prayers. But all these others who are suffering COVID, Lord, I do pray for the people who are suffering with this COVID right now, and it's spreading so quickly throughout our country. We pray, Father, watch over and protect us. Those who have it, I pray, Lord, you'd give them, they pray it'd be a mild case. I pray they'd get over it quickly. I pray that you'd, you'd give them uh, the right therapeutics to take, and I pray you'd bless them in the name of the Lord. And I ask for your protection of us in Jesus' name. Amen. And who knows on this, you know, um, we pray for this. Amen. Okay. God bless you. You have a great day. Wonderful Christmas Eve and a wonderful day tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. I will be here Christmas morning for just a brief Christmas message. We'll see you then. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.